What is going on tonight, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Sick Pod Talking Titans. It's a little different tonight where it's just me and Vinny. Sal couldn't make it today for an emergency at work, but uh, we got a really special guest on tonight and uh, another New Jerseyan, so I can't wait to uh, get this rolling. Sammy, start us up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans. He is the baddest man in the NFL. And he just took her to the house. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. All right, guys, we're back over here. Like I said, we got a really special guest on tonight. Uh, he's one of the biggest Steeler fans on the planet. Yes, I know I said Steelers fans, but there's a good reason for that. Um, he has two great ho- uh, podcasts in uh, A Friend of Jerry and Steel Here, which is another uh, Steelers podcast he hosts with uh, somebody else. I forgot the guy's name, but Jerry will you know, tell it. Uh, he's a former brother of mine in Local 855, and uh, he's Barstool's biggest internet sensation and self-proclaimed Twitter god, Jersey Jerry, everybody. Hey, thanks for the intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> What's going on, Jerry? How you doing, man? Appreciate hey, you coming on tonight. 8.55 till I die, bro. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Listen, I really appreciate you again for coming on tonight and talking with us, uh, us Jersey guys. You know, it's, it's a little crazy that we're all not Jets and Giant fans, but uh, yeah. it's all good. Jumping right into it, man. Uh, I seen a tweet from you last week when you were covering uh, the Super Bowl how uh, you said that your life is, you know, pretty crazy right now and, you know, how you went from this to that. And, uh, you know, your life is full circle, how you were in um, rehab in 2015 and you went to Scottsdale and now you're working at with Barstool uh, for the Super Bowl. You know, just take us through that, how the game was, what was your best moments of that week, you know, covering stuff. You know, I know you had a lot of podcasts and uh, if that was your first Super Bowl attending, if you did, what was uh, the best part of it? Yeah, so the week was great. It was a little long for my liking. I, I don't like to be away from my son for that long. But it was a little long, but it was really, really, really thorough. Uh, got to do a lot of different things. I interviewed TJ Watt, which was awesome. I met up with um, Cam Hayward's brother, Connor Hayward. He came to the Barstool Bar. Uh, met up with Kenny Pickett. We hung out for a couple hours. Another Steelers tight end, Zach Gentry. But the highlight of the whole trip had to be, you know, the interview with T.J. Watt. That was really amazing. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's crazy, you know. Um, you know, as you uh, mentioned before, like, you know, uh, seven and a half years ago, you know, I'm living next to a dumpster. And then seven and a half years later, I'm uh, with Barstool, you know. It's pretty, pretty awesome. It's been a wild ride, and I'm just just going to keep going, man. Yeah, man. All the, all the praise to you, man. That's that's great that you got yourself situated with uh, and sober. And I know I know you do a lot of things uh, to help people get sober. So that's another thing I really want to touch on before we get into everything else. Um, I know you have a podcast called The Friend of Jerry. Um, you, you partnered up with Diamond Recovery. Um, mm-hmm. Just just so um, if people are listening to our podcast, because we never really touch on this on our podcast. If people are listening and this this goes goes viral with you, um, how can our listeners um, get a hold if they're struggling with, so, uh, you know, addiction and, and helping to get themselves sober, how can they get in touch with you and diamond recovery? Yeah, for sure. I mean, dude, um, you know, you guys are on Twitter, you guys are, you know, I'm not going to, you know, say you guys are some small time people, but you guys are just normal people. You reached out to me. Yeah, I, I, 
I, I answered right. You know, uh, I try to I'm, I try to be as thorough as possible um, in my DMs, but especially geared towards that audience. You know, um, there's a lot of people that message me. You know, if I'm interested in it, sure I'll respond. If I'm not, no, I won't respond. But if it's something that pertains to trying to get sober or looking for advice, I'm more inclined to talk to that person over a couple guys, you know, uh, just randomly hitting me up, asking me for pics or whatever the case may be, you know? So I usually tend to focus most of my attention uh, on that type of stuff. Um, Instagram or Twitter, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open. You know, I, I check it, you know, every day. So uh, if you're trying to get in contact with me, that's probably the best way to go. Well, no, definitely. We appreciate that, Jerry. I have a fiance who's a drug and alcohol counselor, and uh, yeah. you know, I, I definitely appreciate the work that she does and the population that she works with. And it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. So we definitely appreciate your willingness to come on here, briefly talk about that. Um, but we, of course, have to segue um, into football. And as you know, we're Titans fans. We're from Jersey. We know it's a little weird. Most people who were Titans fans from this area, uh, was always a connection to Steve McNair and Eddie George. Basically, the story of Sa- uh, Jared and I and Sal, who's not on here tonight, although his connection, his father was a Oilers fan. But as you know, we're Titans fans, and once upon a time, we drafted a left tackle out of Michigan about, you know, close to 10 years ago. And uh, he's basically written his own ticket, you know, saying that the Titans are going to cut him. He makes a lot of money. He's had some few injuries the last few years, two ACLs the last few years. Um, so I think a lot of Titans fans expect him to be cut as well. But you've been very vocal about, you know, him coming to the Steelers. And uh, have, have you pitched the idea to him? Is he open to it? I saw some things, but then I saw there was a little a little beef at the, at the golf thing and he pointed the, the club of your chest and said, you people. So I was <laughs> what people he was talking about when he said that. Was it Jersey people? Was it us Italians? I mean, because we were big Luan supporters for a while, but I think the, the breakup is nearing. So can you just elaborate on your relationship with him and what you think he's going to do next year, whether it's play football or just stick with Barstool or take off a year and then come back? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I hate to break your guys' heart, but he's not coming back. He'll be cut right after he gets back from Cabo. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, you know, he's on vacation now, you know, with his family and stuff like that. So, hey, he's going to go on his vac- vacation, you know, enjoy his time. Um, he'll be cut shortly after that. Um, if I was to take a guess, I, I would I would guess that that he doesn't play football next year. I agree. Um, that, that's just my gut reaction now. Listen, I, 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 we've talked uh, a bunch, you know. I consider Taylor a good friend of mine. We text back and forth. We've hung out on multiple uh, occasions, whether it be the Arizona Bowl or the Super Bowl, him coming into Manhattan. I think he would – I think he's still got some, some stuff left in the tank. I think he could still compete. But the thing is, you know, um, he's made so much money, you know what I mean? He's got a family. Um, the injuries were really, really crappy. Um, you know, two ACLs in three years, that's tough. It's tough, you know, but you look at it, you know, he's made all this money. What else does he have to prove? You know, you know, he has a success, really successful podcast with Will Compton at at Barstool Sports. I mean, they're, they're mega stars. Um, they get any athlete they want on there pretty much, you know, anybody they want to talk to or interview with goes on there. So what else does he have to prove? He's accomplished 
as a left tackle, he's accomplished pretty much everything you would love to accomplish as a left tackle minus a Super Bowl, pretty much, you know? No, absolutely. And I, I tend to agree. I think he has a lot left. I could also see him taking a year off on getting in phenomenal shape, feeling 100% healthy, yeah. maybe making a go at it next year. But there's no hard feelings with him. I mean, he was a part of the – the few players that helped turn this franchise around when we, you know, were a joke for a long time. You know, we drafted, you know, Mariota, who's no longer here, yeah. Derek Henry. They were all a part of the revitalization of this this um, franchise. So we're forever appreciative of him. But next time you talk to him, you know, you ask him if he would like to talk uh, football with a couple of his biggest fans down here in Jersey. And you haven't answered my question yet. When he said you people, was it who was it? Was it? I, I don't know. I th- I think I think it might have been. Uh, I think it might have been the Italians. Yeah, I, that's what I thought too. You know, so maybe we got to get him on here, talk to him about that as well, so we can smooth things out. Um, but yeah, definitely reach out to him and, and ask him if he would come on here. We would we would I, love that. I, I, I definitely sent him a DM after I seen him on uh, your podcast uh, two weeks ago, uh, talking the same thing we want to talk about. So hopefully he answers me. If not, if you shoot him a text, say two, uh, three guys from Jersey. Would like to uh, squash some things with him up, see what happens. Yeah, you you guys would want him back, right? I would assume. Uh, absolutely. Like price, if he took a pay cut, yeah. you know, I think it would it would open up other aspects. If we wanted to be more aggressive in the QB market, you know, maybe make a run at Rogers. He even so, said he even said that twelve and a half. He can't. He said maybe, but he said that twelve and a half with you is that he can't. He can't. You know, say that number because of negotiations. But yeah, I think he would go back. Listen, he's going to want double-digit millions. Oh, okay? yeah. That's just what it is, you know. I think if 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 Tennessee offered him $10 million, he would do it. Tennessee's I really do. Yeah, I, I mean, would say he's not loyal enough to do that. He's the thing that's the problem with him is he's going to want more money somewhere else, more than $10 million because – now he has to uproot his family. You know what I mean? He want to do that, especially he's got Bart. He's got the bus down there with Will Compton. He's exactly. made his money, like you said, and he said he's very loyal to the two tone blue. And you know, it's not about the money, like he said. You know, yeah, and, I, yeah. and I truly believe him, and and I know that you're always around him, and you're, you know, a real friend of his. So I mean, you would know as well. So I mean, Gut personally, I think he retires when he gets cut. Me well, too. If, if they ask him to come back, I think he does still come back. I th- I do too. I yeah. think if they, if they offered him to come back for less money, he would. But yeah. that it's just out of the question. He's pretty much already been informed. Like you're going to get cut. You know, yeah. just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, definitely let him know. We'd like to have a few words with him. You know, <laughs> not that we mean anything to him, but for Titans fans, he's meant a lot to us. So, um. Segwaying into that, because you are a, a Jersey guy, we want to touch on a few different things. You know, of course, football being one of them. But you're a Jersey guy, and I assume you're from up in North Jersey. Yeah, right, right outside of Newark. Okay, yeah, I spent a you're, lot. You're of- right. I think you're right by me, Jer. If everything yeah. goes, where are you? I'm in Nutley. Oh yeah, you're the town over, brother. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we, we could be hosting together right next to each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a South Jersey guy, so that's where the debate comes in. But we wanted to ask your opinion because I have these, you know, two two bozos here that like to call uh, pork roll by its fraudulent name, Taylor Ham. Uh, I wanted to see what side of the uh, fence you sit on with that debate, and an explanation for your answer as well. 
Yeah, I would. I would have to go with Taylor Ham. Of course, there's no, there's no other question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I see it in the store, and it says Taylor Ham on the package. No, it does. You're right. And Taylor Ham is is a brand. You know, just like Oscar Mayer is a brand. But when you go to a baseball game, you don't say, "Let me get an Oscar Mayer." You say, "Let me let me get a hot dog." Right now, now, now where are you from in South Jersey? So I was born in South Philly. My whole family was born and raised there. Um, but I was raised in Cherry Hill. So I'm, I'm yeah. Concerned. I mean, that's not even relevant, New Jersey. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, no. If if somebody says, "Oh, where are you going?" I'm going. I'm going to New Jersey. Right. They would pick out a couple places. One of them being, I would have more respect if you said like a Seaside Heights, Tom's <laughs> River. You're so deep. What I do you mean, there was. What do you mean? There's a whole there's a whole section of Jersey below me too, where they buried Adriana at, man. There's <laughs> you know, that's where the Pine Barrens was filled. We're talking yeah. history over here. Yeah. So, you know, listen, we can go back and forth all day, obviously. We joke about it. I have a, yeah, a we're definitely gonna, yeah, we're definitely gonna play a game. We're gonna take something uh, from you, but we're gonna play a game later on in the show, uh rapid fire, but we're not gonna get into that right now. I wanna switch back over to uh the football world and your opinion on uh, one of your biggest rivals in Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, how, how they've t- taken over the North and basically uh, the AFC, because we, we can't beat them certainly. So uh, what do you think about that? And how you guys are going to attack that from uh, moving forward? Yeah, I think, I think they're really good. You know, I think Burrow is really good as well. You know, the problem is if you guys have seen a trend, you know, I, I use Mahomes as uh he's excluded because he's just different. He's on a different level than any other quarterback in the NFL. He'll go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. If not the best, who knows? But the thing is, it's, it's, it's really, really hard to win in this league when you pay your quarterback a ton of money. And I think that's one of the problems that the Bengals might run into um, down the line. They're already having problems uh, you know, trying to sign T Higgins. He wants all this money. You know, you have all these guys on defense that have to get paid. Now you're giving a quarterback 40, $50 million. You know, where are the, how are these other guys getting paid? That's where I think the Steelers come into play in this division. Um, also, Lamar Jackson is either going to get a bag or he's out of there. So I'm not really worried about the Ravens. The Bengals are the team to beat for sure. They proved that the last two years. Um, the Steelers are in a really good spot. Um, you know, Kenny it, it showed promise this year. He's pretty solid. Um, a couple of his throws earlier in the year, I mean, they weren't even interceptions. You know what I mean? They're just receivers running wrong routes, tip balls. He really only had, I'd say, three interceptions, three interceptions that were his fault. His fault. He proved he could win late in the game. Um, he proved that he could run the two-minute drill. The Steelers proved that they can run the ball. The Steelers proved that they can play defense. You know, T.J. Watt going down was big. I mean, the Steelers are 1-10 in lifetime without him. I mean, that injury is significant. If he doesn't get hurt, the Steelers have a good chance to to be a 12-win team, honestly. No bullshit. Like, they could be a 12-win team if everything clicks. So next year, I'm really looking forward to it, dude. I think, you know, the – the jump start George Pickens is going to give this offense. Kenny, Najee, Deontay Johnson had a down year. But, you know, you're not losing anybody major, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They'll re-sign Edmonds. They'll re-sign Cam Sutton. 
Uh, Cam Hayward's locked up. TJ's locked up. Minka's locked up. It's just a matter of who who are they going to draft. I would love a left tackle, but I don't know if they'll go that route. Um, but, yeah, dude, uh, listen, the Steelers are always there. You know, people can count them out all they want, but they're always going to be there. They're always going to be on the fringe of making the playoffs or a playoff team. That's just the way the franchise does business. No, yeah, they're a very well-run franchise, and I always say it starts at the top. My fiance actually got to bring her up again, but she went to high school with one of the Roonies. Um, fun fact. So, anyway, but yeah, they're a well-run franchise. Um, they're always going to be competitive. One of the best coaches in the league, in my opinion. But you've been on record saying that, you know, maybe you think it's time. I think maybe it was out of frustration this year when they got off to a slow start that maybe his time might be up in Pittsburgh. And I know a handful of Steelers fans because they're all over the country. And you weren't the first one to to say that. Um, you know, so how do you feel about that? Was it a, something you said out of emotion or or you ride or die with Tomlin? I'm a little bit of both. I'm on the fence, you know. I think Mike Tomlin is – uh, a very, very good coach. I think he's a really good motivator. Um, people love playing for him. So, yes, I would love a coach like that in Pittsburgh to stay there a long time. But when you break this down from a numbers standpoint, I mean, the last decade has been really, really not good. I mean, um, I think one or two playoff wins in, in over a decade. I mean, that's not going to get it done. Uh, they missed the playoffs several times. They had one of the best rosters in in, in 2017 uh, that the league probably has ever even seen. I mean, offensive side of the ball, this team's putting up 35 points a game, and you just do nothing with it. So, And that comes down to coaching, I think, too. And I think a big problem with Mike Tomlin is this. I think he keeps guys under him uh, way too long. And if you look at Mike Tomlin's coaching tree, you tell me one guy who's left Mike Tomlin's coaching tree that went on to be successful. There is none. That's just what it is, and the Steelers do a really bad job. All they do is promote from within. They never are an organization that really tends to look outside. They usually promote from within, and listen, the league has changed. You can't just do that anymore. You have to go find new talent somewhere else. You know, And I feel like a big part of that is, is the Roonies more than Mike Tomlin. It seems like they're stuck in their ways a little bit. Um, the Steelers have, um, I want to say, the least amount of coaches in the NFL. They only have five defensive coaches. Every other team in the league has nine, 11. They have five. Uh, you know, and, and on the offensive side of the ball, they have, I think, eight, I want to say, nine. And that includes uh, quarterbacks, coaches, assistants, uh, offensive line coaches, you know. So they they don't have a – they don't carry a big staff, which is – I think a bit of a problem and I think they're stuck in their ways. But when people ask me, do you hate Mike Tomlin? No, the answer is no, I don't hate him. I just think you've, you've seen what different teams have done. Excuse me. The Eagles fire a coach. They're right back. They're right back into a Super Bowl. You know, you see yeah. these teams do these things and it's like, you know, the Bengals, they fire a coach, right? A couple years later, boom, two years later, they're competing for Super Bowls. I mean, so. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it scares me to move away from Mike Tomlin, but I'm okay with it for now. I would say, you know, by the end of Kenny's rookie deal, if nothing significant changes, if this team's not winning playoff games, the Roonies have to look at it like, hey, he's just not getting it done. It's been, it'll be 15 years that this guy has yet 
to win playoff games, you know, to go to an AFC championship game. So, yeah, it's just my take on the whole thing. That's no, that's I, basically that's basically what we did with Jeff Fisher. That you know, the nine and yeah. seven years, you know, yeah. you got you got to move on at some point from. Uh, I mean, even Andy Reid, the, the Eagles. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a new face, you know. Yeah. So I think that was a, a fair assessment. Um, before we get into our, our our last part, where we want to copy what you did a little bit with TJ, I think Jared has something to ask you about. One of your your things that went viral in the summer that I think everybody enjoyed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, literally, uh, I had my wife go through her phone uh, because we had a video of my kids basically reacting your whole skit of when you shit your pants. <laughs> and I, I was trying, I was trying to get it. If I find it, I will DM you. But yeah. I need to know the story. If you really shit your pants on the train, yes, no, that's a true story. Yeah, that's on the <laughs> you train. Literally, you literally shit your pants on the train, dude. Full blown. I just. It must have been from the food I ate. I ate Taco Bell the night before, and it just – I wasn't feeling well all day. And then, you know, I cop on the train home from New York City, and like 10, 15 minutes in, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, you got the bubble guts. And it's like, oh, fuck. And then, like, obviously, you know, I've always been able to, you know, make it to the bathroom. But I just went to the back of the train. I asked the uh, the, the conductor or whatever, the guy who's around the train, I'm like, hey, do you have a, have a bathroom on this train? Yes, we do. It's in the back. So I went all the way to the back, I which I thought was the back, and it wasn't. It was actually the front. So now I go all the way to the front of the train. I don't see a bathroom. I walk all the way back, and then I just – it was about to come out. So I just said, let me just sit down in the back of the train where there's nobody. And I sat down, and I just released. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I got I got to get that video because my kids love it. I, I watched it a hundred times with them. They repeat That's everything. It, it's hysterical. Uh, yeah. Before we get into that, I really wanted to ask you this question uh, before we get into the rapid fire. Uh, there's a lot of core, quarterback talk going around in the league where, who, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going, will Lamar Jackson go, Derek Carr is a free agent now. Um, what's your take on some of these quarterbacks, where they land and uh, their best fits? Yeah, I think a really good fit for Lamar would be the Jets. Um. You know, they're not going to win with Zach Wilson. That's been proven. They're not going to win with, with with the backup. You know, uh, Joe Flacco, they're not winning with that guy. Um, they need they need a guy like Lamar. And the, the Jets would be stupid to not pay Lamar Jackson. So that's just my take on it for the, the Lamar side. Um, Derek Carr, I don't know, man. Derek Carr is – he's never had really – really talented teams behind him. He's always, if you look at the numbers, Derek Carr has always had a 26th or 27th or worse defense. Uh, you know, and that's putting a lot of pressure on a guy like that. Where he goes, I don't know, uh, Saints maybe. I knew they were interested. Derek Carr also made a really good move. Uh, they tried to trade him to the Saints, and he pretty much said no because he didn't want the Raiders getting any assets whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, I respect him for that. But if I'm, if I'm the Ravens, um, I, I would, I would sign Lamar in a heartbeat, uh, but they're just so off with the numbers, with the guaranteed money. You know, you see a guy like Deshaun Watson who gets all this guaranteed money. He hasn't played football in two years. He comes out, he looks like he's garbage. Uh, and you're like, what the fuck, dude? I've been playing at a high level. I've been making the playoffs. You know what I mean? And you look at that and you're like, why is this guy getting all this money? So I think Lamar deserves to be paid. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I think I think the Jets should take a, take a chance on him. Fair. What about where do you think uh, Rodgers ends up? 
I don't know, dude. That dude's a fucking loser, bro. Yeah, you're right. I, I, mean, I mean, dude, like every every off season is like a different thing with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, where am I gonna go? Am I gonna play? Am I gonna still play again? Or maybe I want to get traded. Maybe I'm not happy in Green May, Green Bay. Maybe it's Jordan Love's time. If I was the Packers, dude, I just cut ties, man. Like, yeah. sometimes you yeah. gotta start fresh, man. And listen, Jordan Love might be the guy. He might not, but. Give him a chance, bro. You gotta, you gotta find out. You have to yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta find out, dude. I mean, this guy Aaron Rodgers. I mean, sure, the back half of the year he played a lot better, but the way their roster is built, I mean, they're not really built to win playoff games. They're just really not. They have a really good cornerback. Um, their receiving core is super young, so they weren't gonna win this year. Uh, their line isn't isn't totally like set. Um, their D line is just okay. Their linebackers aren't that great. So I don't think he's gonna win there. If I was him, I don't know, man. I mean, I know the Raiders, but like get reunion with Devonte, but that team is still so far away. You know. Yeah. yeah, there was rumors of him coming here. You know, with the house in Nashville. You know, contract situation with Ryan. Tannehill. Would you guys want him? I mean. Um, it's hard to say no, considering we've been stuck in this this you know place right now where we've been competitive, kind of, sort of, not really, haven't really had a quarterback ever of his caliber. Um, even when we had McNair, he wasn't talented as could be, but not as talented as Aaron Rodgers. And we feel as though if we could retool, you know, with Rodgers and get a receiver. You know, we still have solid pieces on defense. And if we draft well, yeah. I think that's a very winnable division where, you know, you oh, could yeah. turn that around very fast. We were seven and three before we lost seven straight. So, you know, do I think it'll happen? No, but I'd be crazy to tell you. And I'm sure Jared and Sal would agree if he wanted to come here. Who who the fuck are we to say we don't want you? you exactly. Know? No. What do you guys think about Malik Willis? I mean, yeah, we we all three of us we we go back and forth. Me and Vin are on the same page. Sal's not. Sal loves um, Malik Willis, but my thing is, he was an SEC guy at Auburn, transferred out, went to Liberty. You know, yeah. played less lesser talent, light lit it up, and um, struggled. I mean, there's a reason why he fell in the draft compared to these other guys. Uh, he has all the talent in the world, uh, great person, but um, I just don't think he is. Um, that quarterback at the NFL stage, like reading defenses, making right decisions. Yeah. Uh, arm, t- arm talent's there. He can throw the ball a mile. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, just, it's the decision-making. Yeah. You know, and, and Frable even said it. We had Teron Davenport, our, our ESPN uh, reporter, on last week, and uh, uh, he said, Vrabel said in the uh, the preseason that he's got to see it and he's got to sling it. And yeah. he's, he's seeing it and, he, and he's not slinging it. So, I mean, it's yeah. development issue too. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with the new offensive coordinator and Tim Kelly and uh, what they do. You yeah, know, the thing is, I think it's going to take time with him. And we feel as though if we put it together correctly, we could be competitive next year. And I think Vrabel wants to and win we, and, we, and we are because we have a yeah. lot of pieces, man. We, we we got injured the last two two years, the most injured team in history in the NFL. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, you guys definitely struggle with injuries. You know, you guys have a former Steeler. Bud Dupree would be interesting to see if you guys yeah, are going to – He's, he's going to be gone too, I think. Yeah, you know, you're not going to re-sign him. But, I mean, dude, I, I mean, the Steelers, multiple teams even came out and said it. You know, he just wasn't NFL ready. He just not, dude. I mean, yeah, you not. just looked at him in there and you're like – like, he was lost, bro. Yeah. He just – like, he looked like a guy who had no business being on the field. But 
listen, they took a chance on him, and, hey, hopefully it works out. It doesn't seem like it will, but, you know, there's only one way to find out, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely low risk, you know, in the third round. Why not? But yeah, I think this uh, front office and variable believes that they don't have the, the patience for someone to develop right now. They want to yeah. – they'd rather re-sign Tannehill than see what they have with Malik Willis. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, we appreciate you coming on. I also forgot to mention that I'm a big fan of the signs as well. Um, oh, yeah. Me and my buddies always text each other as joke, you know, when the Bengals played the uh, Chiefs in the title game, my buddy texted me and said, Ocho Cinco jersey on. <laughs> 85 is now the sign. The sign. <laughs> who's going to eat? T. Higgins is going to eat. T. Higgins is now the sign. And I bet his every player prop. And, Jerry, they all hit. The yards, the catches, and the no touchdown, though. Yeah. It's, it's the sign. So, yeah. Jerry Franklin <laughs> Jerry Fragrance is good as well. I enjoy that yeah. kind of thing as well. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, that's why I introduced you as one of the biggest, Barstool's biggest, you know, internet yeah. sensation. And you are literally the Twitter god. Yeah. So, uh, listen, I hope you don't forget us. If you ever want to come on or if you ever need three Jersey guys to come on, For sure. uh, to any one of your podcasts or whatever, we definitely would definitely do it. Um, just to take something from you, which is rapid fire. I've seen you do it with TJ Watt. So I wanted to you know, return a favor to you. we got a couple questions for you. You can pass. You can pass or answer them, whatever you want to do. I don't think pretty- I, I don't think I'm the type of guy that passes. Yeah, they're no, all- definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna start off easy with uh, your all-time favorite Steeler, Troy Palomalu. Right, favorite person to work with at Barstool, Big Cat. I knew that was I knew that was the answer. That you guys are like spaghetti and meatball over here, dude. Yeah. Uh, you already answered the Taylor Ham and pork roll to shut Vinny up, so we know it's Taylor Ham. Uh, the next question is saucer gravy. Gravy. Oh, my man, oh, my man, you made up for the, the tail <laughs> right there. Oh, one Steeler you can bring back uh, to the current roster right now. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Oh, man. Um, one Steeler I would bring back. Just one, Jer. And it doesn't have it doesn't have to do with anything like his personality or no, anything no, like no. that. I'm just <laughs> person. <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> Over Troy Palomalo? Yeah, dude. A B's don't, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if A B if A B never went went crazy, if you look at his numbers, oh my god. He, he was on pace to be the second best receiver of all time. My brother, my brother creamed his pants when he got traded to the Raiders. He was buying, you know, Antonio Brown shit. He goes, this is the greatest thing in the world. And then he just went crazy. Yeah, he just crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I've so, often said that as well. If, they didn't, if he didn't go nuts, it would be one receiver better than him. It would have been Jerry Rice. That's it, dude. Yes. Yeah. The last one I got for you is Taylor Lewan or Will Compton. Oh, football-wise? <laughs> Personality. How you're around them yeah. in that Barstool stage and everything. Oh. Um, and I want them to be tagged in this, and I want them to answer too. Um, now, from a football standpoint, I would say Taylor Lewan, but chopping it up, um, I'd have to go. I'd have to go with playoff Willie. Okay, fair enough. I only got one for you, Jerry. Yeah, favorite Sopranos character. Oh, um, uh, the fucking see. I don't watch Sopranos that much. I've watched it, okay. but it would be the uh, fuck uh, the guy that has the fucked up face. 
Silvio? Yeah. yeah. There you go. I, I know Glennie Balls is a big Sopranos guy. Maybe we'll get him on here. And, yeah, you know, yeah he is. But uh, thanks so much for coming on, man. We appreciate it. You know, sure. and, uh, we'd love to have you on again. And definitely tell Ruan, um, you know, he needs to get on here and, and smooth things over before he rides into the sunset. Uh, sure. Especially the you people comment. That's not sitting well with me. Uh, but thank last, you, yeah, lastly, I want to say one thing: fuck the Jags. It was always, always Jersey Jerry. Yes, I'll see you in the funny papers, buddy. It was. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Absolutely, thank, Jerry, you. thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Jersey Jerry, everybody, a living legend at Barstool Sports. Yeah. Great, great cool, uh, down, down earth. Down earth. Very, very, uh, very down to earth. Um, that's really it for us uh, tonight. Um, I know we got a possibly a guest coming on uh, next week, uh, a pretty big guest. I don't want to say anything and ruin everybody. I like keeping everything a surprise, as I know you do. Um, but you got anything, Vin, to, to wrap things up? No, that's it. Um, you know, wanted to do something a little different this week, along with you know talking about the Titans, bring on some guests a little different. You know, Barstool guy. You know. Have some fun with it, which I think we definitely did. So like, subscribe, all that good stuff on all the platforms. And we will see you guys next week. Tighten up. Absolutely. Tighten up. Sammy, sign us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 